She was born on the bayou, but she had to go. The big easy was a calling, and she couldn't say no. She hopped aboard a freight train with slippery Pete. She wrapped up her bandana, went to New Orleans, had a box of matches and a can of beans. She's real cute. She's got fur. She's a beaut. Bella Benella Note. Marlene picked her up, but it wasn't for long. Was going to New Jersey for the end of the song. Now Christina finds her amusing. She's real wacky. And Daddy-O is real confusing. Watch out, Zoe. She's a puppy, though, and jumps into garbage constantly. Welcome to the podcast, Bella and me. Hello, Bella. How are you? I'm doing good. What's going on today? Ah, uh, nothing. I'm being lazy. You're being lazy? Yeah. Well, it's very hot. It's hot. It's like New Orleans down here now. Yes, it is. It's very hot. Woo, woo, woo. Although I do like laying in the sun. It I know. I don't understand that. I don't understand that, but okay. It's hot and muggy. You could do that all day long. mosquitoes buzzing around. And you try and chomp them. Yeah, I love to <laughs> chomp them. But when you chomp them, don't you get mosquito bites in your mouth? No, they go swallowing into my tummy. They go swallowing into your tummy. That's right. You're the one doing the swallowing. They're That's not swallowing right. anything. That's they're, right. They're not swallowing anything. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what I said. Not really. Anyway. So anyway, I have something to say. What's that? I want to know if you think I'm an underdog. You want to know if I think you're an underdog. Am I an underdog? I don't really... What's an underdog? <laughs> Before we decide, tell me what it Sometimes is. Sometimes you get under things. Oh, is that what that is? A dog who goes underneath the couch? No, but I'm just trying to keep up. No. Well, I can explain an underdog a bit like this. Let's take two boxers. Oh, I know where this is going. Not dogs. Not two boxers like the breed. I know. I, mean, I know two, you're talking two about. fighters. I know who you're talking about. In the boxing ring. Oh my goodness. Nobody's going to know who this is. I you're didn't say about anything Rocky yet. Balboa. First of all, number one, I thought he was a friend of yours, but we won't get into that. <laughs> I didn't Secondly, say he wasn't uh, a friend. Yes, you said he was a friend of yours. I know. I didn't say he wasn't a friend. Okay. Anyway, we don't talk about Rocky Balboa. Most but people don't know who that is. That's why you brought it up. I know you love well, that Rocky. It's a great example of an underdog. Explain. Rocky gets a one in a million chance to go up against the heavyweight champion of the world. Heavyweight champion of the world, Apollo Creed, says to Rocky, Hey, Rocky, how about you fight me for the heavyweight championship of the world? Why would he say that to Rocky? Is he famous, Rocky? Rocky's not famous. Oh. That's the thing. Rocky is this small-time fighter in Philadelphia no big deal. Apollo Creed wants to do some promotion, and he gives this opportunity to fight him to this kind of a nobody. And no one's thinking Rocky's going to win. Don't give it away. Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> Rocky doesn't win, but he does beat him. I don't understand that. My point is, everyone thought Rocky doesn't have a chance going up against this guy. This guy is like the best. He's the heavyweight champion of the world. He's he's done this. He's done that. People love him, blah, blah, blah. And who's this nobody, Rocky Balboa, who's this southpaw from Philadelphia, not experienced, not anything. What's a southpaw? He, well, I'm trying to get to the underdog part first. I know, but I have questions. Nobody expects him to win, and that's called, he's an underdog. That's what that's oh, called. Oh, so the unexpected winner. Well, an oh. unexpected outcome. 
Is that like a secretariat? Yeah, he's not the favorite. Nobody's betting on him to win. No one oh, thinks he can win. He's the long shot. He's the long shot, the dark horse, basically Ooh. the underdog. Oh, I like that. We like the underdog stories, don't we? Yes. But I just want to mention, I think that they're, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. What? It could be I possibly, amazingly would be wrong. What? But is David from the Bible? Oh, David and Goliath. That's a very famous underdog story. However, the only problem with that is most people think David was the underdog when Isn't clearly it? Goliath was the underdog. Oh, That's right, Goliath, now, the giant. I yes. need to understand. He was the underdog. I heard the story differently. What did you hear? I heard that David was a little shepherd boy. Yeah. And he was in charge of bringing the lunches uh-huh. to the soldiers. Yeah, he was, a, he was called a gopher. Right. So he was bringing some cheese sandwiches right. to his brothers right. in the field of battle. Correct. And they were battling this giant named Goliath. And they were all so scared of this big giant. Uh-huh. The whole army was shaking. Mm-hmm. Shaking. <laughs> they were shaking. Okay. Was- you know what I mean? Like they were going click, 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 click. <laughs> I'm sure if you were David, you would have said, that's no problem, I'll eat the sandwiches I'll eat for you. sandwiches. Yeah, you eat them right up. Anyway, so then David says, wait a minute now, here, I see that giant, I'll fight him. Right. And they're like, ha, 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 you're a little boy, you're not going to fight him. You're a little chip boy, you're lunch man. Get out of here, you <laughs> lunch man. <laughs> so far, you're right. That all so happened just like nobody that. nobody expected that little lunch man to go and go rah, 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 rah. <laughs> I don't know about that but take down that giant right boom down it goes mm. down it goes boom alright wait a minute wow I love that story I love it so that's why I say he's the underdog nobody expected him uh, well, and to be winning Goliath was the underdog what and I'll say this much staying in the natural for a minute okay meaning I'm no not- no God stuff like I'm not saying that God was not empowering him. That's not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that there were other things that were in place that people do not either know about or don't want to look at. So, especially when this story gets taught in churches and stuff. Okay, you need to explain because I don't Well, for one thing, David was a shepherd boy and he would take care of his sheep. And bears, wolves, lions, they would always try and attack his sheep, kill his sheep, get his sheep. And he would have to fight them off. Right. And he's been doing that for years. Right. Matter of fact, he also had a sling. Not a slingshot, a sling. Yeah, oh, right. So it's not like we have a stick with two points. No, 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 no. what he had. That's a slingshot. And that's right. like a little kid's toy. Right. This was a this weapon. This is a sling that is a devastating weapon. And he was good at using it, He right? was really good. He, he right. was in training for years using that thing. Right. So he's an expert. Right. The Bible says that All David had was a sling. There are two types of people used in military at that time that were referred to as the artillery section of their military. They had big guns. Well, they had archers and they had slingers. Ah. Archers were like bow and arrow. Right. And slingers were these guys who had this long cloth or leather strap and they would put a rock in it and they would 
turn it really, 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 really fast. And they would let that thing go and it would become a projectile and it would almost be like getting shot almost. Wow, like a bullet. Almost. Okay. Almost like a bullet. At least with the stopping power of a bullet. All right. Okay. That's one thing. Okay. Second thing is, once they were okay with David going down there to fight Goliath, Saul tried to give him his armor, tried to give him his weapons, and David's like, I can't wear any of this. I've never worked in this stuff before. I've, let me just go down there and do what I do. But wasn't Saul really big and tall? Saul was a tall, people's choice man. kind of king, yeah. And David was small and ruddy. Yeah, he was like a runt. Okay. You know. Anyway, the Bible goes on to say when Goliath was getting ready to meet with David, that he was led by the hand down into the valley. Goliath was a giant. Right. He was very, very tall and big. A lot of people in the medical industry believe that Goliath had a condition known as acromegaly. Acromegaly is basically too much of a growth hormone in humans. So when little kids start to grow up, and they go from little, and they grow an inch and another yeah, inch. Right. They have a growth hormone in them that right. makes them grow. Right. And acromegaly then it is right, but acromegaly it's, it's, it keeps it's going accelerated. It's oh, I sped see. up. So they get right? really tall. Yeah, there were some people in our own lifetime, like one guy called Andre the Giant, who was a wrestler. He had acromegaly. Oh, okay. And acromegaly also messes with your vision. It messes with your reaction time, you know. So those are just some of the some of the things. But anyway, so he was led by the hand. Now he's this big warrior, this big, experienced weapons, armor, giant, this big, powerful looking guy, being led by the hand into the valley where he's going to oh, do battle. Oh, I see. Something because he here. couldn't make it down there by himself. That right? makes him a little bit weak. I well, think. Well, that's a weakness. David didn't need anybody to help him. Okay, that's one thing. Mm, I'm Second thinking thing. about something right now. Second thing is, Goliath sees David coming. He got pretty close to him. And he said, what am I, a dog that you come at me with sticks? Now, David had his staff. He didn't have two staffs. He didn't have two sticks. He had, so he had one stick. He had a shepherd's stick. hook, right? He had a shepherd's hook. Okay. Goliath saw two shepherd's hooks. He's so got he said, double vision. He has double vision. And he's a bit nearsighted because he's saying, bring to me... One of your men, bring him to me. Come to me that we may fight. Well, come to me. He wants you to bring him to him because he can't move. Because he can't walk around. He'll trip and fall. He may trip. He's nearsighted. He has double vision. He has acromegaly. Uh, you know, he has all these and things. And this is the giant that was so scared of. Right. His reaction time was slow. He moved slowly. He had to be led by the hand. There's a lot of things here that, that a lot of people, when they hear this story, they don't question any of this other stuff. You know, so you got to dig a little bit. You got to dig a little bit. So what happens is David takes a rock out of his pocket, puts it into a sling, starts spinning that thing. He knows slingers were incredibly accurate. They knew when they fired their shot, when they fired their sling, they knew 99% of the time that they were going to hit their target. So they were like sharpshooters. They were like sharpshooters. They were almost like snipers with slings gotcha he put that rock in his sling and he slung it and it landed right between goliath's eyes knocking him down and then he went up to him took his own sword out goliath's own sword and chopped his head off that was the big sword i'm thinking and I, I have david a feeling that the adrenaline david had he was probably able to lift that sword with not as much as a problem as he maybe would have normally had 
because he, he wasn't a sword guy. He had super strength at that moment. I believe so. Because he was so excited. And also, God was right on him. You know, the other types of people in the military, at least back then, there were three types. There was artillery, which had your archers and your slingers. There was infantry, which had your people with your shields and your swords, your hand-to-hand combat. And you had your horsemen, people on horseback, chariots, things like that. So those oh, are the wow. three. And David was a slinger. He wasn't in the army, but he would have been a slinger. He was a lunch he boy. He was a lunch boy. Oh, a my lunch goodness. Man, as you put it. So that's why you're saying earlier. that um, Goliath was the underdog. So Goliath was the underdog. And typically, the underdog doesn't win. Just like in this case, he didn't win. And right. just like in Rocky too, Rocky winds up winning. But Goliath never came back. Goliath never came back. Can't come back with no head on. Well, I have another thought. Well, what's have, the thought? I have two thoughts. Go ahead. All right, so I think I'm getting a lesson here in some stuff. So we're going to look at this Goliath, and we're going to say, whoa, that's a guy. Whoa, boy, boy, boy. I'm afraid of that man. He's so big. He's so big. He's going to, oh, boy, oh, boy. There's a big giant. He's a giant. He's a giant. And meanwhile, that giant was a mess. He was a mess. He had a lot of weaknesses. Absolutely. I think I would rather been David in that story <laughs> because he could have jumped around and got behind him. He could have run around him. He used that sling, bing, bong, boom, knock him down. Sling, bam, boom. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I like that the little guy can win. The little guy can always win because remember, above all things here, with God, all things are possible. And I think the moral of the story here, the lesson you can learn from David and Goliath is that a lot of the times, most of the time, I'll say all of the time, giants are not as powerful as they seem. I think that's a good thing to remember. Because if you remember, I have my own story. I remember, Mr. Mister. Mr. Mister is trying to intimidate me mm-hmm. and trying to get in and make us all afraid of him. And with his big self. And I just went right up to him and said, you know what? You can join us or you can get out of our way. Amen. And you know what? What? He joined us. <laughs> and now we're friends. There you go. See that? And I have another thing to say. Yes. And that is, I don't think people know who Rocky is. It's an old-timey movie. I think it was shot in black and white. No, it was not shot in black and white. <laughs> movie uh, mid 70s oh my goodness that's like a hundred years ago it actually was not a hundred years ago <laughs> that's your favorite movie i know it uh, i know it you love that rocky balboa yeah. why do you love it so much because it's a good story about an underdog who and winds he was up winning. winning but he didn't win he lost he won the second time well why do you say he won in the first one and then lost? he didn't win in the first one he lost, but he still beat Apollo. All right, what do you mean by that? He gave Apollo such a fight. Apollo was not ready for the fight that Rocky gave him. He thought he was just going to be, oh, one, two, three, I'll knock him out, and that's that, shake his hand later. And they went how many rounds? They went a long time, and Apollo could not continue. So they stopped the fight, gave the win to Apollo because he's already heavyweight champ. Rocky was like, uh, I just want to get out of here. I just want to get out of here. And... Turns out Apollo's manager said, I've seen this man come after you, and I've seen this man hit you and beat you like I've never seen any other man get beat before. And 
Apollo said, yeah, I won, but I didn't beat him. Ooh, so that means there's going to be a part uh, two, right? Yeah, and then a part three and a part four and a part five. And then they made a sixth movie called Rocky Balboa. And then they made two other movies called Creed. Oh, and I, Creed know I know those. I know you remember do. that one. <laughs> No, you I have your boxing, boxing gloves, gloves. Yeah, and you still that's, do, which is weird. That's right. <laughs> that's right. I keep them boxing gloves. Yeah. So. so anybody who has little children right. and has never seen the Rocky shows, those are good shows. Yes. And just so you know, parents out there, if you would like to get more information about this whole thing with David and Goliath, there's a great YouTube video by Malcolm Gladwell. You may know him. He's a great author, amazing, amazing writer. He has a video on the TED channel of YouTube, T-E-D, The Unheard Story of David and Goliath by Malcolm Gladwell. Look it up and watch that. It's only about 15 minutes. I think you'll really, really enjoy it. And he's a lot better at explaining that whole scene than I am. But I think you'll enjoy it. So I think we have to remember that sometimes things seem very, very scary. And we should have some courage. It's okay to be scared. But you can be scared and do something anyway. anyway. And when you do it with God on your side, you're never going to lose. Amen. Right? Amen. Amen, I say. Thank you, Daddy. Oh, that, that's very good. I like when you tell a story. Very good. Let's go watch Rocky now. Okay. Yeah. This has been another episode of Bella and Me.